Hey, welcome back to Tuesday Take, where we take a deeper look into this week's teaching. Pastor. Shane Boy. You doing all right today, man? What's up? Just hanging out, man. What you up to? Not much. Just sitting here with you and man. looking forward to our great conversation today. What, what, a, what a good thing. What a nice thing to say. I know. Can't wait. Man. It's like your your parents raised you well. <laughs> <laughs> Just ready to conversate, man. Shout out, David and that, Susu. Maybe that's what you should say. I think. Maybe. Converse, I've, heard, I've heard it said that before. Yeah. Man, did you, uh, did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. What did you do over the weekend? What did I do over the weekend? I'm trying to think. Sometimes uh, those are the best week. I was like, <laughs> I have no idea what I did, but I know I went hunting. Great. I went hunting Saturday morning. Uh, saw some stuff. Didn't shoot anything. Why? Uh, it wasn't. You wasn't feeling it. <laughs> no, I wasn't feeling it. But I, I was. I guess I'm trying to look for a more like a, a buck that I'll try to mount or something. So I, I just there was some several young bucks that kind of came and. Um, you gonna let them grow? Just let them grow. That's it. But that that, anyway, that old timer say it. did that. Maybe cooked up a little pork belly burn ends. Hmm. Um, that sounds good. Do you watch any? Uh, do you watch any football games on Sunday? I did. I did. I watched the Tampa Bay Green Bay game. That was, which by the way, it was like, a really good game. I, I, I just felt going into it. I was having a conversation with LeBron Sunday morning. I was like, Brady's gonna do it. He's gonna. It just it's, this is Brady. It's so it's the weirdest thing. Of course, I think I have a, I have a lot of respect for Tom Brady. All that he's done, and, and inevitably, every time I watch him, I always end up rooting for him. Like it just inevitably because you're just like I just. I mean, I know he's won a lot, but yeah, this um, is his tenth Super Bowl to be back in. Yeah, it's kind of that conversation of like. Um, you know, was it Belichick or was it Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the conversation is like it's just – I'm not saying Belichick's not good because he's amazing. But I don't think – like, I think that conversation is dead now. Oh, absolutely. But – and then I watched a little of the Kansas City – well, I watched a little of that game too. I saw Kansas City was going to win it and then I yeah. didn't watch it anymore. It was good. It was a good game. So, I start off kind of like a little shaky, but – Yeah. Hardman um, Hardman uh, definitely dropped the punt. Did, have you seen the video? There's a video of like Travis Kelsey. Well, I saw him talking to him after. Yeah, they're like, like he look, it's like, good. Head up. Yeah, and then he scored the next yeah. next drive. So Mahomes came to him and was like, "Be us." And I was I was talking to Chad McClure yesterday, and we both are like, "I just need that on a shirt." Yeah, I just need "Be us" with a big old Patrick Mahomes head. Yeah, that would be great. So it should be good. Super Bowl's coming up. Yeah, hoping hoping good things. Look, the last time they played, it was good. Uh, but the Chiefs struggle with this thing called um, keeping their foot on the gas. <laughs> and that's, um, well, it's like I, I like I think I think I'm I'd want, and then we can get into like serious discussion. <laughs> I think I want the Chiefs to win, but then there's some deep level in me of like I kind of want Tom Brady to win one more. Do you but, think he's done after this year? Do you think he's going to stay one more? Because Drew's it, out. It, yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. I mean. He still looks strong, so maybe maybe go for another one. But like, I because I say this, Mahomes young, their team uh, not teams young, but like they're gonna be a dynasty from here on out, you know. So it's kind of like I want them to win, but then at some level I'm like, well, maybe Tom Brady get one more, and then Mahomes and them can win the next five or six, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it'll probably switch in the in the game. It'll be. I think it'll be good because I think mid season Tom Brady and then playoff slash Super Bowl Tom Brady. Are they like I mean, two different animals. They, I mean, they look, they're looking good for sure. They so, really did. But I don't know. Well, man, jumping into some questions from this Sunday, I think whenever we see the word reward, and we saw it a few times in this passage, um, I think if we're not careful, if we're not diving into Scripture to actually see that this reward is Jesus, 
Um, but if we are looking and seeing like maybe this reward is something material, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, could we focus too much on the reward? For sure. Well, I think we could maybe have a bad motive in why we focus on the reward. And so one of the things that we talk through the reward is like, is there material blessings that God gives for those who are righteous, fall after him? For sure. I mean, we know that because that was one of the things that we talked through about the reward is God's provision. So God does give his blessings. God does provide not only in the life to come, but he does now. But I think at some level we can overthink that the reward is just things in this earth. And so I think sometimes we can, if we're not careful, we can be like, oh, the only reason I'm doing this is so that I get whatever material thing it may be. And so what can maybe begin to happen is we're actually doing it not because we love Jesus, but maybe we're doing it because I want to be comfortable. I want a good life. I want this material thing or whatever that is. And so I think there's a level of reminding us, yes, God does God does bless. God does reward. We're thankful that God does, by his grace, does give things material like here in this life, in this earth. But it's more than that. Yeah. And so I think if we focus just on this life or just material things, then we make it end up doing things with a wrong motive. So Yeah. So I this is this is gonna come off weird yeah. when I say this, but just yeah. to explore this yeah, this sure. avenue as well. Do you think that there's a chance that somebody may find out that the reward is something that we may not have materialistically and it's something in eternity or something that we may not see in our lives and then kind of be like, well, I don't, I don't, maybe the reward's not that big a deal. So I'll like do what I'm supposed to do, but like, I don't care about the reward. Yeah. So I think we probably could, you know, in, in some of, I think well, I, this is going to sound bad. And some of, I feel like I'm, maybe trend that way in my life that I have to be careful of because I think one of the things that you see God over and over again reminds you of like hey following me doing what I've asked you to do does lead to blessing it does lead to reward it does, like I mean you you can't read the scripture and then be like I don't think he talks about reward very much I mean we read a lot of scripture we could have read more but we I mean and I so I think one of the things is like reminding us of and I think a lot of the motivation is in why many of the passages reminds of a reward is usually in situations of trials, difficulty, temptation, doubt, persecution. Because I think these are times where it's like we start to question things, and so he's like, "Hey, in these hard moments, look to the reward. Like, look to what you're getting." And so I think there's a level that we could maybe in our in our life of not we we only look in our circumstances, and many times he's saying, "Hey, like, look up." Because I love the way that it puts it, you know, when it talks about Moses, of like he was willing to subject himself to suffering with God's people versus being, you know, a son of Pharaoh. Um, it says because he was looking to the reward. And so I think there's a level of that maybe we don't focus on the reward enough. We don't think about what we get and what we're going what we're going to get. And so I think, you know, um, I know we talked about the other day, was it like um, – you know, Paul says at Second Corinthians uh, four, you know, he says we don't lose heart. You know, he says don't look to the things that are, you know, temporary. Look to the things that are eternal. Yeah. Like, like, look to that. You know, and remember, like, it when it all, when all everything's said and done, like, what matters is what happens in eternity. What matters what when you meet Christ and what you receive. Like, look to that yeah. when things are hard or difficult. You know, and that's what I think helps us not to lose heart. For sure. So whenever we and I've probably fallen into this. I love having people over at our house. It doesn't happen a ton. 
because our house is dirty sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, you but we did, love we we sure love we have love it. it. We <laughs> love it whenever we're feeling like cleaning. But you did say have people over at your house and don't feel like you have to clean because you, people need to. I remember you said it in a sermon. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's like there's a level of like. I mean, hey, obviously, make we, sure we, it doesn't stink in here. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a level of like, yes, we want to tidy up and, and clean. But I think like, if that's the reason, like, don't be overly stressed about that part For of sure. it. You know, I but. think I, I, we. Long story short, we like having people over at the house, but whenever we have people over, I feel like I have to have this like you know five me five course dinner and like what are we going to do for dessert and you know what's the all these kind of things and like the, the we've got to make it look like like you were saying we've got we have to make it look like we don't live here yeah. like during the week and we've got to make sure everything looks nice and we don't use the the weird dishes we use the good ones we got to we got to do all of these things and, and in our minds like that's being hospitable that's and i don't know if that's a southern thing i'm sure it is yeah but it probably is we look at this passage, Jesus doesn't say, like, and make sure that it's swept up, make sure it's all these things. Jesus talks about a cup of cold water. Why do you think that's what he says here about being hospitable? Well, I think in some level, and, of course, we looked at the other passage where it says, you know, when you did to the least of these, you've done unto me, and he kind of does that same idea of a cup of cold water. And so I brought out a little Sunday of, like, a cup of cold water means a lot to people in the Middle East, like during, especially during this time. I mean, you got to remember there's no air conditioning. I mean, so to find a cup of cold, like, would have been a very significant thing, but it also seems insignificant as well. But I think one of the things that I, I liked about it, Kirsten and I were actually talking about it uh, Sunday after when we got home of like, I think sometimes we think in order to be hospitable, to serve, to, to do this toward other people, is we have to do these really extravagant things. And, like, to think how we would view a couple, like, just given, like, we would view that as very insignificant, but God notes it. So it's like, okay, what we deem as insignificant, obviously, is significant. And so, like, even in the most smallest gestures, doing it with the right heart, doing it, obviously, to the Lord and to serve and be hospitable to people, of like, hey, God it even takes note of that. And so I think there's a level of, um, of calling us of, like, hey, look, to serve people like it doesn't have to be this really it can be a big thing but I think sometimes we think like and I'm the same way of like I only will in my head be like okay that was really significant because it was big and I think really what he's calling to and I think hospitality and what he's calling to is like should be this ordinary not flashy not elaborate thing it's just um caring for people yeah sending encouraging text uh writing a writing a note writing a letter to somebody Invite somebody over, taking somebody to lunch, um, calling somebody when they have a bad day, texting someone, bringing something by their house. Um, now I'm sure there's other things, but you know, doing things that may seem insignificant but may mean a lot to people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And, so, and to know that God sees that. So, so I, I think that if we're all honest, I think at times. The reward doesn't, like you were saying earlier, like the reward seems like this so far off thing and all these. How do we practically know that following Jesus is really worth it? So I'm going uh, to say it this way. We talked about it in our home group. And I really didn't, because I think I wrote the question down for home groups that, and I really didn't process it until we got to home groups. And here was kind of my thought that I was kind of thinking through of, I don't think we really know. Like I, I think there is a level we do know and we have assurance of the Holy Spirit. But I think there's a level of faith. Because if you think about it, 
I mean, or, or, or let me put it this way. I don't think you'll really know if Jesus is worth it until you actually put yourself out there and trust God. Mm. Like, I mean, Abraham didn't know that God was worthy of his trust until he put his son on the altar. Like, he didn't know until he just left his home and went somewhere else. Moses didn't know until he decided not to be a part of the Pharaoh's family and left. And so so I think there's some level of I don't think we'll really know God is worthy of it until we actually put our money where our mouth is. I'd like to actually in faith say I'm going to trust and step out in faith and trust that he's worthy of it. And so I think there's a level of like, I was thinking about this, and of course I'm sure it could apply to Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to use Tom Brady as the example. Just because Tom Brady, I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes doesn't do this. I'm saying well, TV 12 is just proven. Yeah, that's right. Well, I think Pat Tom Brady too, does because I was thinking, what was he 42 or 43? 42. 42. So here's what I like, and I know that it's pretty well known. Like he has a pretty strict diet regimen, workout regimen. Because I mean, he's old. I mean, he's older, and so I mean, he's he's got to do all these things necessary. And I would think that is restrictive in life to do all those kind of things. But what he proved Sunday, I would think, is it was all worth it. Like, it was worth the sacrifice. It was worth the discipline. They were just NFC champions, champions, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. So, like, all of that work he put in, now to look on the back end of it say, it was worth it, yeah. you know. And so I think there's a level of that in our life of, in some level, yes, I think we can know in this life, but I think, I, like, I think the moment we see Jesus, we're going to know it was worth it, you know. That's good. And so I think it's thinking toward that realm of, like, and it requires faith, um, but to be like even persecution, death, all this is like I think every one of these people, if they could come back to us, would say it is worth it. You know, it's it was worth dying, and because the moment I was in the presence of Jesus, it was all worth it. You yeah, know, and so good. so I think it, it, it you know that we have to be willing to step out in faith, and it's in that that we'll we'll know that He's worthy of it. Absolutely, man. So. Um. Now, our, our last question of the day, unless you're, do you have any more comments or anything? No? Mm. Okay. Um, our, our Know Your Pastor portion of the podcast, um, what is one thing you want listeners to know about you? It can be silly. It can be serious. It can be whatever you want. But, like, if they think James Doty – now, obviously, there's some things that we understand, that we know, that you love Jesus, that you love Christian, you love your children – um, that you love this church, that you love this community. We we know those things. Okay, so things that... Things that you think that they may not... Some, one thing, the overarching thing that you think... Pe- may, may, people may not know this about me, and I want them to know this about me. Um, Mainly because Kirsten says this sometimes. I know you'll say this sometimes, like that I'm not always serious. <laughs> and so I think I would want people to know that, like I do, I like to have fun. You know, people like, and I guess there's a level of like being young and serving as pastor. I feel like there's some level that I need to be taken seriously. Um, so I do probably sometimes come across, and I, and I get that. I remember the first time is one of my, um, when I was pledging my fraternity and at, at LSU, I remember one of the guys, I had a shaved head at the time. And I remember one of the guys was like, this is going to be the meanest dude in the fraternity. Like, I mean, just, just like that was his first. He was like, this dude seems serious. He just seems like he's going to be a mean, all this kind of stuff. And uh, then after he got to know him, he was like, dang, you were nothing like that at all. And so, I, I don't know. I, I do like – I like to have fun. I like to joke. Um, you do. I don't I don't think in, in, like, big public settings, I don't think I do that. But, 
anyway. See, the way that I like to describe you and I in this is you are like... Like um, an onion. A very no. disciplined... <laughs> you're like Michael Brantley at the plate. Michael who? Michael Brantley. Uncle Mike. They just signed him to two more years in Houston. Okay. And I'm very excited. Him. So you're like Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley is the most disciplined hitter statistically over the last like five years. One of the most in the top five. Like, unless it's there, he's not going to swing for it. I feel like that's how you are in public settings. Like, hey, unless this is here, I'm not going to swing. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna jump in and say anything unless I feel like it is time for me to do that. I, on the other hand, <laughs> I'm constantly swinging. <laughs> I just like to swing. And so, but no, I definitely, that's one thing that I think that, that is true. I, I think that behind the scenes, you're silly. Uh, and you're silly when you need to be and you're serious when you need to be. I think that's really good. Um, yeah, I think there's a level, and I think everybody – or people maybe know know me close know that like you know like I'll think before I respond um, on things. But will I think, you ever? <laughs> so mm. I think so I think there is a level of like if I I really like because I because I, I feel like I talk so much you know what I mean and I want whenever I say something to mean something and so I guess for me I don't want to be I don't want to always be talking just because I know like on sermons and podcast like i feel like i'm always talking so sometimes i, I just don't want to talk you know yeah that makes sense and so it makes total sense I, like talk more i'm like well I, I just spent a whole hour talking you know so i think so i think there's some level that i feel like i'm always talking and so i don't sometimes i just don't want to we may just have to do a behind the scenes like a, a documentary <laughs> behind the music documentary we just have like goofy james in the office or <laughs> dancing and, dancing and, yeah. and doing things like that like i'm telling you before we press record on the podcast this is some of my favorite times just sitting here goofing around so uh may have to just get some of those on film let people see <laughs> look james is the fun guy you you remind me a little a little of Kawhi leonard you remember how everybody was like Kawhi is so serious and then we saw another side of him and they're like well, okay he's pretty serious but he's also <laughs> but, fun yeah, that's like, right i'm a fun guy that's right um but that's well man uh i appreciate you taking some time and sitting down with us and uh answering some questions and looking at some truths and pulling out some um good things i think we can apply to our lives and thank you for checking out another episode of tuesday take